There are two types of speakers, those who are nervous and those who are liars. But if you know the nerves are coming, you'll be able to handle them. You got this. Hey everybody, this is Speak Easy with Eric Egan. I've made a career out of speaking in front of people and a camera, learning a ton about this craft along the way. How to be comfortable and exude confidence, learning from my mistakes, which have been plenty, and becoming accustomed to harnessing that nervous energy we all experience. I say all that because I know how important standing up in front of a crowd of two or a hundred can be in all of our professions. And I'm here to show you, I can help you perfect your pitch. Let's do it. Hey friends, Eric Egan here coming at you. This is Speak Easy with Eric Egan. Hope everybody is doing well in their neck of woods and their part of the day, however you are listening to this. Um, thank you as always to all the listeners out there. Guys, I want to bend your ear if I may um, for a few minutes today. We're going to chat about hard things. And what I mean by that, it's kind of retrospective. I want you to look in the mirror. I want you to vulner be vulnerable. Vulnerability is the word of the day. Um, in this podcast, I've always said it's important to recognize where we fall short, recognize our failures, recognize that speaking in front of people in any in any genre in any setting, it can be difficult. And it's hard on you mentally. It's hard on the body. Those two sort of the lines of those two blur and that's what makes it complicated. And that's why people are afraid to do it, unfortunately. But we're always here to to pump you up and to make you feel big and strong and to create this makeshift force field or, or whatever it might be, aura that has you going up to a stage or walking up to a microphone or, or in front of people in a room feeling... 10 feet tall and bulletproof. And of course, I want you guys, I speak confidence and, and confidence is everything and you fake it till you make it. And of course, it's more in depth than that. Listen to any of the preceding shows, but I kind of go down that road and build this up because today's episode is about, once again, being vulnerable. We all are, and it's not just the fact that you are, but it's embracing it. And how nine times out of 10, this will benefit you as a speaker and it will benefit you in front of people and making you likable and, and allowing your message to hit. Um, and I think it also allows us to to put our defenses down or at least aside for the moment and explore the real you. And if you follow a couple of these steps or ideas that I'm going to share with you today, I think you will enjoy this more. So all of that line of thinking goes into it. Of course, it's got to be specific to a time and place. This may not necessarily be appropriate in a boardroom or a high stakes setting. Uh, but you will, friends, you will reach and you will impact a greater section of any audience, any audience, sorry in a vast majority of speaking settings, if you can accept your vulnerabilities and play to them in a way. Uh, you don't want to tell everybody your whole story, but the folks out there, they will understand. And I want you guys to understand that it's normal to have these feelings. It's normal to feel like you fall short in some categories. And then other people will see you as a peer. They'll relate to you. Again, they'll make you or, or they'll see you as more likable. And people will listen more closely and they will listen longer to somebody on a stage who they feel they identify with. And why do they feel they identify with? Because they have these things too. 
Um, so I'm going to kind of give you just a few main thoughts today that I think you guys can can carry with yourselves. I do the same thing. It's going to help you the next time around. This is also one of those where, where you can come back to one of those episodes and kind of take a quick listen and, and recenter your approach, I think. Um, starting here, embracing your vulnerabilities will give you a better chance to connect. First of, first of all, there's true courage in accepting the fact that you're, that we are all imperfect. But again, so are the listeners. Vulnerability, guys, is being okay with what makes you unique, in a sense. What makes you human. We all have weaknesses. Um, I did a few uh, seminars where I would start things off with, and this is also kind of an icebreaker, but a lot of times the vulnerabilities and the stories and the things we do at the start, and I'll kind of circle back to this in a little while, they all tie in together with being vulnerable in storytelling. So what I did was I I had a bowl of deodorant, for real, a bowl of like mini sticks of deodorant, and I handed them out to everybody in the room, and they were like, this is the actual positively worst uh, parting gift I've ever seen in my life. But the reason why I did that is because I was like, hey, our bodies are going to do some funny stuff or, or some funny things. And one of those things that happens to me and I think it happens to a lot of people, and I wouldn't say it's it's one of those physiological responses that is the hardest for me, but it happens. We sweat. And of course, we're vulnerable when we sweat. We feel it. It, it throws our mind off. If it's in a, a really rough situation, people out there in the audience, they can see it happening. Okay, so I wanted everybody in that room to know that, hey, I sweat too. And if you do, it's okay. Let's laugh about it. Just wanted to, to create some of that laughter. That goes along with storytelling. You're, you're working your way into to people's or you're working your way past their defenses. If they let down their guard, all of a sudden they're all ears. And that's a way to do it. Just, man, how about this thought? It's just popped into my head. Think about if you were in a, a conference room or a meeting with one of your bosses, or you guys had a meeting after or a tough day or, or a loss in whatever sense is specific to your industry. Just think if your boss opened themselves up like this. They said, you know what? I was worried about that too. I'm uncomfortable with, you know, getting up in, in this manner, whatever it might be. But do you see where I'm thinking here? How much more willing would you be then to make maybe one more sacrifice for that ultimate goal of the team? How much more willing would you be to come back the next day with a positive attitude? Because you kind of felt like you're there in the weeds, um, getting your hands dirty side by side with the guy who calls the shots or the woman who calls the shots. I would identify with that. I would want to work that much harder for that superior. Um, any managers out there, heed that. There's there's something true there. My next big point, become, you can become an investment for your audience. Eric, what does that mean? Well, look at it like this. When we're invested in you, you as the speaker, beyond whatever it is you came to say or pitch, we as the audience are way more likely to be engaged and then impacted, affected by your words. Something as common as, as 
I'm going to say what you could do. You could list a series of, of failures that you've experienced along your path to your successes. And that shows your humanity and the things that you had to fight that you weren't always good at, but you had to fight and you got through that and you worked and you toiled and you got to that finish line to accomplish or achieve whatever position that you are in now. Of course, everybody can identify with, with failing at something. Um, picture this. Picture putting together a resume of not only your successes and, and things you've accomplished and, and positions you've had and, and you've been promoted to, but also the failures along the way. And embracing that vulnerability can make people in a room fans of you. They're going to root for you. They want to see you do well because ultimately they are then feeling like they have a stake in what you're doing. You know, it's like, it's like aligning with a character in a movie. My wife is always looking for somebody to root for in a movie. I'm not like that. I kind of like the antihero a little bit. Walter White comes to mind. Um, um, Breaking Bad. And, and there's, there's so many different awesome shows out there and not to get off track, but I think she's the common one. it's very meaning it's, it's very typical for somebody to want to pick out a person that they, that they want to back. I'll be in their corner. Um, your enjoyment is then tied to their success. If they do well, if the heroine comes through and things work out in, in, in the end, then you enjoy the movie. You can tap into people's emotions that way. And get them cheering for you. They're going to be connected through your entire talk, I think. Through everything that you have to say. They're tuned in. Um, you might be asking yourself, okay, what should I say about myself? What stories should I share? And how and also when is a good time to do that? There's no hard and fast rule. Um, I'm always hesitate, or I, I often hesitate to say, do this every single time. This is the way to do it. But this is a good formula here. Beginning with the story, I've alluded to this, it, it'll pull them in. And it's then it's not a distraction mid-speech, not just for the people in the audience, but then for you. Sometimes if you go off track a bit and you dive into a story mid-talk, it's a little bit hard to kind of get back on track. So that's something to, to keep in mind. But again, if you begin with a story, there is that personal essence, that feeling that you as the individual up on a stage are one and the same as the folks sitting there with all their eyes, you know, peeled on you. Uh, The types of stories mostly just should be unique to you. That's what'll make it stand out. Nobody has the same story as you do. I want, I want it to be something you're comfortable with that you're okay with others then sharing, you know, over and over again, whether if it's on the internet, through video or through word of mouth, know that it's not going to stay in that room. Um, it can be personal, as personal as you want, but of course, appropriate for a professional setting. And then something that you could chuckle at now or share whatever lessons you learn from by going through that, especially if it was something tough. Um, if you're firmly and and can say in a way that you're comfortable with now that you're on the other side and you can look back on that now, then by all means, share that because somebody else will likely benefit from it. Guys, all in all, this is going to be specific to each and every one of you. And that's what makes what you have to say. And that is what will make your vulnerabilities distinctive and unlike anybody else's perspective. And that's why what you have to say is so worthwhile. 
it's so particular in a sense that nobody else can come to the table or match what you're bringing. And that's why I say at the end of every episode, be confident, be memorable, be you. All those things sort of tie into getting the most out of ourselves, the most out of our own experiences and our own personal stories, because we all have something that's worthwhile to share. It's one big circle and everything kind of ebbs and flows. And, and, and it's just like one big heart, heartbeat, meaning it all works together for, for the common good. And that is helping you guys feel good about yourselves, improving your speaking, improving your, your social habits and your speaking habits and your conversational, your conver. Oh, sorry. It's a lot when you're talking at once, but your skills in conversating and, and small talk. And a lot of the things that, um, we go through here with, uh, their speakeasy in the podcast and, and some of my, my recent students, this is uh, jogging my memory as well. But um, guys, again, just embrace it. Embrace being vulnerable. It makes you who you are. It takes a lot of courage. Um, but this is from one of my favorite authors. He, in terms of public speaking, he talks about how the word perfect is nowhere to be found in the definition of exceptional. So we, we strive for something. We want to be the best at it without a doubt. But it's not about being perfect every step of the way. Frankly, it's it's unrealistic, and I don't want I don't want any of us to hold ourselves to such a an unattainable goal set that the failure and the pressure and all that just just feels too heavy for us to kind of get out of our own way. As always, friends, thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the the uh, follows on Instagram, SpeakeasyEgan. Again, check out my website, SpeakeasyEgan.com. All the info there for, for all the coaching and training and, and things that we're doing. Um, um, and the one-on-one personal coaching atmosphere as well as the workshops and, and the corporate settings too. So once again, SpeakeasyEgan.com. I appreciate you all. And it's simple, but go easy on yourself. People want to know the real you. It's the best version. All right. Be confident. Be memorable. Be you. We'll talk next time.